Governor Dan Snyder to testify. I'm Dick Iuliano. The January 6th House Committee introduces details about a heated shouting match in the Oval Office and accusations of recent witness tampering by the former president. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. CBS News has learned that the January 6th House Committee will hold its next hearing on Thursday, July 21st in primetime. CBS's Skylar Henry reports the panel today focused on the connection between former President Trump and extremist groups. Far-right groups and conspiracy theorists immediately latched on to a tweet by then-President Trump on December 19th, summoning supporters to the Capitol. Trump's purpose was to mobilize a crowd. And how do you mobilize a crowd in 2020? With millions of followers on Twitter. House committee members say President Trump lit the flame igniting the January 6th riot, galvanizing radical groups who showed up that day with body armor, bear spray, and even bats. Skyler Henry, CBS News, Capitol Hill. A portion of the hallway surveillance tape at Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas is made public. Reporter Chris Fox. Warning, the audio obtained by the Austin American statesman is disturbing and was edited by the paper to remove the victim's screams. A teacher who saw the gunman approaching is the first voice heard. Get in the room! Get in the room! A minute later, the gunman is seen walking the hallway before entering a classroom and firing 100 rounds. Three minutes later, police arrived, were fired at, then waited over 70 minutes before taking down the gunman. Chris Fox for CBS News, Austin. The CDC issues a warning that COVID Omicron subvariants are spreading quickly in the U.S. CBS's Alexander Tan. With the BA5 variants now dominant in the U.S. and driving a renewed surge of COVID hospitalizations, federal health officials say they are now redoubling their calls for Americans over the age of 50 to get second boosted. Some cities across the country are trying to set themselves up as places where women can get abortions regardless of state laws. WWL's Dave Cohen says New Orleans is one of them. The New Orleans police chief says he won't arrest anyone for having or performing an abortion. And the district attorney says he won't prosecute abortion cases. It won't be an issue just yet as a state judge has blocked Louisiana from enforcing its abortion ban while it's being challenged. The White House believes Russia is asking Iran for hundreds of drones for its ongoing war in Ukraine. And they're believed to include some of which could carry weapons. CBS's Cami McCormick. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says the U.S. also has information that Iran is preparing to train Russian forces this month on how to use them. A Yosemite National Park ecologist says a famed grove of giant sequoias have survived their first wildfire in more than a century because of intentional burning to remove undergrowth. It essentially stopped the Washburn fire at that grove. It continues to burn as 25% contained. This is CBS News. Need to hire quality candidates fast? You need Indeed, the end-to-end -end hiring solution. Attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. Breaking news on WTOP. Another punishing night of storms. What challenges remain on our roads tonight? We're still dealing with severe weather in parts of Northern Virginia. We get the latest live now from Storm Team 4's Steve Prince of Valley. 
Yeah, we have that newly issued uh, flash flood warning, and Jenny had mentioned it during the uh, last hour, Dimitri. It goes out for our friends that are in uh, Madison and Orange Counties. Uh, flash flood warning again until 1245, and that has been an area that has been hard hit. About two to three inches of rainfall there, some additional rainfall, maybe one to two inches possible in the warned area. So, obviously, life-threatening flash flooding is possible. Uh, you are staying safe by turning around. Don't drown. Do not try to drive through flooded roadways. So we are also seeing that same area covered by the severe thunderstorm warning. Goes out until 1030 tonight. West Central Stafford, Southern Madison, Orange, Southeastern Green, Southeastern Culpeper, Northwestern Spotsylvania counties. Severe thunderstorm warning until 1030. Just heavy rainfall pummeling that area. Unionville, the Rhodesville area over towards uh, Burnt Tree and Rochelle, for instance, seeing some very heavy rainfall and gusty winds with that storm, maybe 60 miles an hour. We are seeing the light at the end of the tunnel gradually especially north and west of washington most of the area has been uh expired from that severe thunderstorm watch so that's good news now the threat is going to turn to some flooding i will bring you the complete forecast on weather on the eights with a little drop in humidity all that coming up dimitri appreciate it steve stay with us here your weather alert station the severe storms leaving tens of thousands of people in our listening area without power when you add it all up in Maryland, Pepco has about 13,000 homes and businesses out in Montgomery County. Then 32,000 more customers are out in Prince George's County with Pepco. BGE is working to restore 12,000 of its customers without power in Prince George's County. 38,000 homes and businesses in Baltimore in the dark tonight. In Carroll County, another 21,000 BGE customers have no power. 2,000 more First Energy customers are out in that region, too. And shifting over to Northern Virginia, Dominion Energy has 6,000 homes and businesses out in Fairfax County. We've got power outages between Loudoun, Stafford, Spotsylvania, and Fauquier counties adding up to about 9,000 more outages. The storm brought down numerous trees in Montgomery County and elsewhere. We're focused right now on the Alney area. Montgomery County Fire and Rescue spokesman Pete Peringer says some people have been forced from their homes. A lot of damage. A number of families will be displaced because of property damage to trees on houses. We have dozens of trees that have fallen on some houses, so you can see uh, that they have some pretty significant damage here. Assessing the neighborhood near Gelding Lane and Queen Elizabeth Drive in Olney, Peeringer says that storm damage includes a crushed deck, a number of trees whose trunks have been twisted from the top. During the storm, the county's emergency communications center went on condition red because of the high volume of calls. The storm took a toll on the College Park campus of the University of Maryland. A spokesperson reported down trees blocking some campus roads. Power has been out on campus as well. We were just extensive outages. Teams are currently assessing other impacts of the storm. Stay with WTOP and read and see more at WTOP.com. 10.06, other news tonight. The gears are in motion for Washington Commander's owner Dan Snyder to testify two weeks from Thursday before the House Committee investigating accusations of pervasive, pervasive sexual harassment of female employees by team executives and others. Let's get the story tonight from WTOP's Dick Giuliano. House Oversight Committee Chair Carolyn Maloney has written to the lawyer representing team owner Dan Snyder. She accepts the offer that Snyder testify remotely July 28th. Snyder's on an overseas visit and his attorney says he's scheduled to be in Israel on that date, but available. Maloney is also insisting that his testimony will only be accepted under subpoena so that Snyder may not exclude matters covered by non-disclosure agreements between him and former employees. The NFL fined the team $10 million after an investigation found a workplace abusive to women. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. 
Snyder's spokesperson tells WTOP that his attorneys are reviewing the committee's letter to determine whether due process concerns, including the circumstances of Snyder's appearance, have adequately been addressed. D.C. has pushed ahead this evening with a plan to let you renew your driver's license even if you have unpaid traffic fines. Some council members said they worried about that, that it could make the city's roads more dangerous, as drivers who have repeatedly been ticketed for running red lights or going too fast should not be able to get a new license without paying their fines first. Other lawmakers say keeping a person from having a current driver's license is a severe 